What's up, everyone? It's Amanda. And Dana. And we're trying to redeem ourselves because we just realized we're very, we're very brand new, right, at what we're doing on doing podcasts, right? I would qualify it well. According to our roster, we're only three weeks old. So. Yes, we're, we're, we're little young tiny babies. we some tiny baby podcasters. And the first one we did was, of course, Chris Watts because we're... Well, the area we live, for instance, close to Colorado. We don't live in Colorado. We're near it enough to pay attention and that it would be... This is, right. a hot, this is a hot topic in our area. Right. And I'm not assuming it isn't as uh, widely heard anywhere else. But I remember when I lived in Florida, some people that I knew that lived like in California had no idea what the Kaylee and Casey Anthony case was. Right. And that was like the biggest thing anyone would be seeing every single day when the news was on. So these things do definitely start regionally and then move on. So it looks like, and we're not trying to be butthurt, I guess the the dislikes mean you couldn't stand our voices, probably, or our content. Like, something we said that might have sounded, you took it away, we didn't really mean it or know anything really about. We are all speculation here just by going from what the news media and what the district attorney has put out there. Our disclaimer, I guess, should be on our entire podcast site. Dana and Mandy bring you the facts. Or Dana and Mandy bring you the information. you got to look up the facts. Right. Yeah, that's better. We have a lot to say. It might not necessarily all be factual, but we have a lot to say. I actually think a lot of the reason why people... Seven people disliked our first podcast about Chris Watts. Our baby, our brand new baby podcast. <laughs> was because of the title, Was He Guilty? Everyone already assumed he was guilty. Everybody. I had some feelings to the contrary. Not anymore. Oh, yeah. I, no, not anymore. Not I anymore. thought maybe, of course, okay, it could have been worded better. Of course he was guilty of something, but all of it, we didn't know. But now, we know. Well, you said something that resonated with me. It wasn't that I didn't believe he was guilty. It was that I couldn't believe. You didn't want to believe yeah, that a man would do that to an entire family. To his to his own children. Let alone his wife, but to his kids. And, and a fetus. And yeah, That's to, kind of a graphic word, too, to use. A little unborn baby. His unborn child. Yeah, so I, it was hard for me to believe uh, that he did that. So I didn't. I didn't believe. I thought he was innocent and that he was... His story was so outlandish that it was possibly true. But uh, now that's why you would make a terrible detective. You'd be, you'd be detect. You'd be like uh, Mr. Ben Matlock's retarded help helper. I believe the phraseology <laughs> is poor detective, but uh, I didn't coin that phrase. Um, <laughs> ben Matlock's retarded helper. Yeah. So these are the words that get us in trouble, Amanda. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I retract <laughs> that one immediately. Please no more seven likes. We cry at night. <laughs> we didn't. We don't. Yeah, we cry. We cry at night, like like a retarded child locked in a cage. So, um, so you just said retarded. I know. I'm. I'm uh, just playing around. So what we know now about Chris Watts is he was dragged off. Of course, the husband is always the first. I mean, if he wasn't thinking this, he had to have. Um, definite mental uh, disabilities. I think a mental disability. And I don't want to call him. I don't even want to give him the distinction distinction Distinction. of calling him a psychopath because those are very manipulating and planning. This guy seemed like he 
at one point just snapped and was like, you know, I don't, I think I'm probably better than everyone right now. What was the, uh, what was the phrase that his mistress used? The cheese done slid off his cracker a long time before I met him. And that's a direct quote from his mistress, according to headline news. Yeah, and that's actually a direct quote from The Green Mile. And, of course, I was going to go into um, his mistress now is going to catch a lot of hell from this because uh, they claim she was looking up wedding dresses and with how... Sorry, the door's open. One second. We, we live near a thoroughfare. <laughs> that was a truck. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Imagine that, a truck. <laughs> so... She's going to catch flack because in the world of social media, I know they claim him and this girl, his mistress, were work co-workers. But if there was no way, you know how girls are, right? About social media. No, they're and a great mystery to us, men. Sorry. Other people's girlfriends. Yes. And even probably guys are like that towards their girlfriends, too, sometimes. There's no way she couldn't have known he was married. But he did the Scott Peterson and said, I'm about to be divorced, though. Yeah, I don't see how she couldn't have known because Shanann was studious uh, in uploading videos of her family constantly. And they were well-known regionally. They were well-known. And it was all part of her marketing. Her marketing job for uh, Lavelle Lavelle, Company. Lavelle slash Thrive. Yeah, like a, a wellness company that... Sold you overpriced products. Kind of like when you go to GMC, but you know they're not a cult because it's in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they're <It's>... not. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, that's actually genuinely funny. Yeah, so, I mean, if nobody knows anything about Thrive, it was just wellness mixes and powders that you could add to just about everything. Yeah, and patches to wear on your body. You can see those in a lot of the photographs of the family. Yeah. Uh, but there were signs of him having an affair. When he, you know, all of a sudden kind of got ripped. I thought maybe one of my theories was it could be a mixture of roids and whatever is in Thrive that they're both taking together. Something we both talked about. Because nobody knows what's in Thrive. You're not allowed to know. Yeah, Thrive is a top secret ingredient recipe that you can literally add to everything from milkshakes to brownies to pizza crust. You know, you can just mix it into all all your sorts of, yeah, recipes. and And so... uh, Chris suddenly be he lost weight and became fairly ripped, which would I mean to I, any I, girl like me, who's uh, been with a guy that suddenly changed physique, and not for me actually. I never had that happen to me. My ex didn't do anything like that. He just did whatever he wanted, but he didn't care about his the way he looked. Chris wanted a reinvention. That's a good way to say it. Mm-hmm. He definitely wanted a reinvention. I'm. I think that he was tired of being shoehorned into the doting father role, and he suddenly... Then he, he, he shouldn't have made any beautiful children with a beautiful wife. Beautiful's correct all around, but uh, he did. He did change. He became ripped. He went for that whole short hair, uh, uh, five o'clock shadow look, he, you know, he, he, almost kind of a ripped military kind of a look he started putting on himself. And it makes me grimace when we're talking about that. You can tell them that... You know, it's, yeah. And uh, he he used that to his advantage. Met this woman. um, And uh, apparently he killed his family so that he could be with this woman. Because he texted her. Right after 
within the, 20 minutes of the deed being done, he texted her to let her know that their future was secure yep. and everything was going to be just fine. And then also, of course, um, as the newfound, ripped, glorious man in his head that he was, didn't think that when he did all of these things, police, FBI, anyone involved would have looked at his phone records. And there everything was. And it was very heartbreaking. Now, in retrospect, because this stuff was not released when we were talking about it the first time. No, no. in fact, uh, somebody, they, they went out of their way to make sure it couldn't be released until the trial. And, and and then he avoided his trial. I hate to use the word afraid, but a lot of people were afraid that once he pled guilty that all of this stuff would disappear under the proverbial rug of of, of evidence. Yeah, you know? so everyone would know even less than we already did know. Yeah. Forever. But there is, thankfully, and I don't mean thankfully like yay, but I mean thankfully it exists because we get to hear his confession. He talked not only to D.A., and and to police, but he also had a very heartfelt conversation with his father, and all of the facts are on the table. Everything that he did, described in his own words, with his own mouth. Except he kept the lie at first. That lie with his dad. He said, I was so mad, I had to do the same thing to her that he, she did to them. I don't believe it at all. If he had, If she had been hurting those little children in front of him, he would have called the police if he was a normal human being that cared for his children to try and get someone to revive them. Because clearly he was not an EMT or anyone who could help a dying child. Obviously not. So, let's talk about... And this is going to be hard for me, but... Let's talk about what really happened. And, And this is according to the words of Chris Watts. And, uh, according to the evidence of police and according to the forensic evidence and according to his own confessions he um yeah this is hard for me so he smothered his children he smothered his children and i know we already hashed this in another episode but we're going to talk a little bit more soberly about it than we did before he smothered his children uh with clothes or a pillow it wasn't fully specified but the fact is is that he snuffed out the breath of their life as they were trying to be asleep in bed in their pajamas. So Bella fought back, is, which is evidentiary in the marks not only on her face and body, but the fact that she bit her tongue several times, which would indicate a struggle. She has lacerations on her face and lips because she was biting at the pillow and trying to claw it away. Or pillow, I don't know if it was a pillow or sheet or clothes. It, that's not specified, but... Yeah, whatever it was. He didn't just use his hands. He grabbed an object and, and suffocated. I don't think he was... He, he didn't want to put his hands on the kids, but he did on his wife. Because the only thing found on her was on her neck. He, it showed that he slowly strangled her. It wasn't... Her choroidal bone was not broken. So he... Hyoid. The hyoid bone. Hyoid, yeah. Yeah. Bone wasn't broken, but uh, just one side of her neck had been severely bruised. Yeah, so he basically vagled her, which is squeezing the the arteries off Mm -hmm. in her neck until she passed out, and then he snuffed out her airway. So this... I mean, it was a crime of passion, and even... And I hate this. I I don't even know how to talk about it. The fact that he wasn't violent to his wife and children still exhibits an odd level of love and care. 
at the time before this night, or early morning, I mean, it was, um, but something snapped, and a lot of people, I've been, okay, I, I read all the time about true crime, and especially this case, because it's close to home, kind of, and some people are saying the mistress had to have known there was this whole family. Oh, sure. And a pregnant sure. wife. How could she not know? Because this media was, this family was so media forward. Yes. Shanann was constantly posting videos of, of Chris and the children. And trying constantly. to, like, show her happy family as a way to, like, you know, help other people with the business she so believed in. She so believed in it. She did. And it was, yeah. Her family was an advertisement campaign for Thrive slash Lavelle. Mm-hmm. And so she would be like, look how happy and vibrant my children are. Look how happy and vibrant my husband, when he comes home from work, my husband is so happy to play with the kids. And it's because we have Thrive in our life. So their their life was a living advertisement. And she was always so thankful, which I also find very sad. She was Super also excited, say super thankful. She was so excited and so thankful that she could help. Definitely sad. Yeah. So for the mistress to say, I, I didn't know he was married... I, that's hard for me to grasp and buy. I can't. It's hard for me to purchase that as a, as a truth because this family was so media forward. Mm-hmm. And she was looking, picking at wedding dresses. She was picking out wedding dresses. Yeah, looking through catalogs and online and whatnot. But she was... Wow. Yeah. So something... And he didn't... He, I mean, honest to God, did they know each other very well? He no. He moved there to marry Shanann. Barely knew each other. Started this say. job. Everyone at, is saying at the, the oil. This woman you worked quarry. with there, they barely knew each other at all. So I can't imagine that he was willing to kill his family. So that could even make us discounted by saying, "Well, she knew everything." But oh, how could you not know? I mean, if I meet a guy that I think is cute at work or something, I'll look him up. I'll be like, "Hey, let's be friends on Facebook right away." Yeah. Take the time to find out who this person is. Yeah, before you have to, like, date them or, like, make sure they're not going to murder you. And even use the social media platform to, quote-unquote, get to know them a little better. Mm -hmm. Watch how they interact with their own friends and what kind of stuff do they post. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's really hard for me to believe she didn't know who they were and that he was married. Um, So, we'll go ahead. Oh, well, it seemed to take a little bit of time for her to even come forward, but... Once the cell phone records were there, she was caught, too. Was nothing she could do to, to uh, seclude herself any longer. Yeah, once it's revealed, it's revealed. And... Because once the, the case happened, just like any other missing children case, not to discount the wife, but usually they say there's missing children, to make it more important in the social people's yeah, eyes. Yeah, to, to lock into the social side. And then they go into, wait, it, like it was an entire family, but there were these two little innocent sh- children and a, an unborn baby and a wife. Gone. Didn't, missing. Didn't, didn't you even at, at one time participate in the area search? For Kaylee Anthony. For Kaylee, or for Anthony, I'm sorry, Anthony, the Anthony search. Well, that, yeah, Anthony. that was back when I was in Florida. I was nowhere near where it ended up being discovered. But still, it was because that child was in the forefront of the media that motivated you socially to want to become part of that search. We've got to find this baby girl. We've got to find this kid. So, yeah, you're right about that. I, I, they always put the kids up front because it motivates the social psyche, latches onto the media story because it's. Mostly because the, pe- the people who watch the news, and I'm not going to. This might, might me sound uh, a little bit 
stupid. But most people who watch news stories about missing children are, in fact, parents. That's the truth. Uh, my mom, Not all, of course. No, but my mom was always infatuated with the missing kid true crimes. Yeah, wanting to know what, stories where, on the news. how, why. I only know about the uh, the uh, the Anthony story, the Casey Anthony story, because my mom was was always watching it on the news. Really, I didn't know it made it all the way up there. It made it all over the place, yeah. Because I remember talking to a few friends that lived like on the other side of the country that didn't know what I was talking about when I was like, "Have you? This is crazy." How could you, you not know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's go into some. Some of the gorier details that that cross my mind when I think about the aftermath, well, the or the uh, the concurrent math of the case, I guess, when things were going down, as as they say, um, the fact that oh, I don't know where you're. Uh, oh. I'm looking for your beverages. They're on the other side there. Um, he he killed his family coldly. He. Captured on the neighbor's doorbell cam. Backing his truck into the garage. Backed his truck up, loaded it with three items, which we can only know now were the bodies of his recently murdered family, and calmly drove away. And acted like it was a perfectly fine work day, the whole day. Perfectly fine work day, yeah, he acted normal at work. Uh, Of course, if if anybody hasn't seen them, you can watch him lie on the news coldly. Coldly, I wish I knew where they were. I wish, Shanann, please call if you can get to it. Please, somebody, let me know where Shanann and the girls are. Very, very cold and and sinister lies on the news. Uh, very cold and sinister lies in his first interview with the police on a polygraph. I am actually no body um, movement expert, but that um, that interview he gave on his front porch... With the empty house where he had killed his whole family. Right on the front, you can hear in the background, cadaver dogs alerting. You can hear them. You have to listen to it, but you can hear them. And the way he rocks back and forth with his arms crossed in a defensive kind of position. A closed off position. And sometimes even grins. Grins. While he's, while he's telling his... Tale. His tale of, I don't know where they are. I, my, every, everyone's taken from me. So, once his truck is loaded up, he drives off. He barrows, he bar, bar, he buries Shanann. And the little unborn boy in a shallow grave. In a five-foot grave. And the DA puts this in the most heartbreaking way. He said this monster couldn't even let those two children... The mother and the unborn child together in death. He couldn't even do that. No, he separated them even in death. He buried her in a shallow grave. Don't cry. I'm sorry. It's really it's heavy for me because... We already cried over this. Okay. He takes the little girls and he shoves them through these eight-inch portals in the top of these oil tanks. Eight inches. The, the Separately. Ad- separate tanks. So a kid's... A, so they couldn't even be together there. A kid's head is, eight, is uh, six inches in diameter, a child's head. And uh, so that's not accounting for the width of the shoulders. The hole so, was eight inches. So he had to push. He shoved his girls into these oil. It wasn't like, oh, I slipped them through the hole and they fell in. He shoved. And then he even remarked on how empty the tank sounded when, when Bella splashed all the way down at the bottom. Well, the tank must have been emptier that day than I thought. I mean, oh, my God. 
that that's what was going through your mind psycho what yeah the tank was empty you just threw your kid away like a piece of fucking trap like a oh. piece of garbage i'm sorry i'm really emotional about it because i can't imagine it yeah because we had to revisit this because the first one we did the things we said probably half of them were not correct because we didn't know as much as we do now no and the knowledge we have now we wish we could unknow yep but but here it is brass tacks chris walt watts guilty by his own mouth by multiple confessions to his father the da a police interview and uh in court itself and uh just wow um the one thing i found i found very striking about this was during his plea of guilty the family got to make their victim impact statements her brother couldn't even speak he made the da speak and then but the one thing that was said again and again even from her mother shanann's mother was like we do not wish the death penalty upon you because we are not evil like you and we're we not evil like you we don't think that we deserve to take somebody's life away from them even though you took the life of our daughter and our grandchildren yeah anyway that's all we got to say we're sorry if we said anything um really really stupid the first time but that was the first stuff we were hearing about the whole case and, and it was our first podcast it know. was i we, mean we're new at this we were launching we were, we were unrefined we're getting... you, yeah give us all the dislikes you want it's okay it doesn't i mean i joked about it at first saying yeah we cry up at night about it but no i mean we don't like it but we don't hate it so just whatever you think and if you have any ideas because i think there are a lot of other people that have ideas about this and maybe something that like um some kind of sign that he was a little bit unhinged even before just like the girlfriend said i she thought he was crazy before yeah so i guess we could have a whole nother conversation about the disconnect of chris watts and you know what what pushed him over the edge mm-hmm. uh, you're asking if it was a combination of roids and thrive we would have to figure out what the hell's in thrive yeah nobody's gonna find that nobody's one out. gonna find that out. that's a lavelle's company secret Anyway, all right, thanks for listening. We're going to upload this now. Thanks for listening yes. to our sad, sad story. But I'm sure you're hearing plenty about it on HLN and any kind of local Colorado channel. Absolutely. All right, have a good night. Yep, this is Sweet and Savory. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got to...